Okay, we are live. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the recording of this week's TapCav Transmissions. Um, for everyone who is new to this setup, what we do is we record our weekly podcast alternating on Corey's YouTube channel and this one. So we don't really read comments, although usually by the end, um, we do. Isn't yeah, at the end of the show, we will be taking questions from anyone in the live chat, as well as going back through and answering some of the emails that we've uh, had to skip for the last couple of weeks, as we had uh, Star Wars Explained as a guest on last week. What a and loser, to be honest. Before, yeah, that, I emailed him about replacing you entirely, and he was like, ha ha, no. So, <laughs> um, all right, so... Before we start, Corey, are we going to do a release order of podcasts, you think, or? As far as we can remember it, I think we should try to. Okay, I mean, uh, I've, I've got the uh, all the episodes up here on podcast. Did we actually explain what we're doing? I mean, I will once we start. I'm just pulling up the... Uh... So what we were doing this week, uh, because I am in the middle of moving, or I'm at the kind of tail end of moving, is we're going back through and we are looking at all the book rankings we've done so far and just assigning them a general tier rather than keeping a specific listing. Because mm -hmm. uh, we did like specific placements for all the books we've done from Trees of Bakura through to uh, Alphabet Squad 1. Mm -hmm. And now we're just going to be assigning everything to one of five tiers. Uh, six, actually. We have S tier, which is the best, uh, A, B, C, D, and F. Uh, we're not so good at the Alphabet Squad. Well, but, E uh, stands for Epic, so we yeah, couldn't include that. All right, let, and, let's just get started because I'm 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 I got three jokes and I've already used one. Okay. Okay. Fine. All right. <clears throat> Hello, everyone. Welcome to a brand new episode of Tap Calf Transmissions. My name is Justin, joined as always by Corey, who recently moved out of a toxic relationship with some roaches that were living um, in his prior apartment into a brand new office. How does it? How are you uh, liking the transition, Corey? Uh, it's actually pretty epic. Mm -hmm. There's air conditioning. There's no roaches. I'm putting up acoustic foam panels poorly, so mm -hmm. I'm like a real YouTuber now. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, so I thought we were already doing the previous part as the actual podcast. So that's why I was explaining things oh, before. No, 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 no. There's always a little bit of exclusive content for the YouTube viewers. Um, they get like two minutes of really poor banter. So yeah, it's, it's never any good because Corey was, uh, leaving the roach infested hell hellhole that he, uh, previously resided in and he risotto. <laughs> okay. That he risotto <laughs> risotto in, um, <laughs> <laughs> today we thought we'd do something a little bit different. It was probably time for us to revamp our ranking system for books just because, like at a certain point, once you get to a certain amount of books, it really loses meaning, especially where we've read books at this point almost a year ago. Um, yeah. So we're completely revamping our ranking system instead of ranking things in order, although we might still do that within the tier lists um, or within the tiers itself. We've gone with a proper tier list. So we've got S tier all the way through F tier, although there's no E because E is epic and uh, I didn't want that to be near the bottom. So, for example, if we hate a book, it'll go in one of the lower tiers, F, D, or C. And if we really love a book, then S, A, or B. Um, yeah, and then at the end of the episode, we'll also be catching up on some viewer mail that we missed for the past few episodes because we 
had Alex on and we didn't want to waste his time with your guys' dumb thoughts. Just joking. Um, but yeah, anything you want to add to that, Corey, before we kind of jump right into things? Uh, yeah, so I guess just to set it up a bit, we have done 23 books so far, I believe. Mm-hmm. Started with Trusa Bakura, uh, did a lot of the X, we did all the X-Wing books except for Starfighters of Adamar and uh, Mercy, Mercy Kill. Kill now, then Thrawn Trilogy. Is, did we rank Dark Empire in here? No. No, we didn't. We haven't done, so, yeah. yeah, there were special episodes we we didn't include in this, Dark Empire, the Clone Wars, and the other things. Yeah, so we uh, we never mentioned it, but we did pass our. I think I did mention it at the tail end of one of the episodes. But we're we're past our one year podcasting anniversary. Right, so, we yeah, made it. This it's, is that's actually pretty big. Uh, you know, that's a lot of books. That's a lot of time spent, blood, sweat, and tears. Uh, I mean, not really, but it's been it's been fun. I've enjoyed this. It's been you know. So have I. There have been I'm some waiting for another season. Yeah. Okay. Another year. There we go. I will say there have been some weeks where the book has been like one extra bit of stress, just like yeah. on top of everything else. Um, so I think that we'll probably try to be a bit bit more flexible about um, like there was the time when I, I forget which book really stressed me out. I think it was one of the MedStar books. Um, so just keep an eye up. And then we've already started to kind of introduce some new content like we We've covered some TV shows, and we did the uh, live reaction to squadrons and stuff. So more stuff like that probably coming in the future. Yeah, and especially because you are expecting. Yeah. So everyone else should be expecting probably some more comic books for Mm -hmm. uh, around the time that that happens, because those are a lot quicker for us to do, Mm -hmm. uh, just at a point where there's going to be a lot going on in your life. So... Yeah. Uh, it'll be a bit easier on us. We want to make sure that we still keep it pretty much weekly, although obviously there will be at least one week that you miss. Uh, yeah. We're going to put more comics, fewer novels in that area. Probably still try to do a novel a month, but uh, yeah. we can throw in some X-Wing comics, some uh, other comics. Yeah. We haven't decided what we're going to do. We talked about Tales of the Jedi. We talked about mm-hmm. the... Uh, legacy comics but we'll we'll figure that out there as we are many options um yeah speaking of next week we decided on tatooine ghost i believe um yes so that that will be the next book we read it'll be next thursday unless something changes so with that said should we hop right into the rankings i guess yeah so start with Teresa bakura and mm-hmm. see if we can we we don't remember the exact order we read everything in but we're gonna try i to do have i've there. got the list of the the top calf episodes in front of me so okay. That should help. Okay, so Truce of Akura, um, basic summary, right after Endor, The New Republic. Are we going to do a summary for these? I mean, there's like 30 books. Uh, I don't think we need to. We can just sort of, when we're discussing where they're going to go, we'll probably have like a greatest hits maybe. But mm-hmm. uh, so once we get to the X-Wing books, we probably will be talking about greatest hits a little bit. Yeah. Because it's Corrin. But uh, see, there was a bit a bit of a pun in there. Yeah. But uh, let's not yeah. think about that too much. Truce of Bakura, though. Dino Invasion. Who doesn't like Dino Invasions? Yeah, for me, this one's like a solid C. I'm, I'm putting this in my C ranking. Me it, as well. It's not, uh, a, it's not bad by any stretch of the imagination. It doesn't do anything incredible. Um, so yeah, I guess we'll each put that for C. And uh, yeah, that's a good kind of marker for what we consider an average book at this point to be. Um, after Truce of Akura, next, the next one was the first Rogue Squadron book, which is, or the first X-Wing book, sorry, 
Rogue Squadron. We both had this ranked pretty highly, I think, mm -hmm. in our... Or you had it about middle of the list. I had it maybe a little uh, higher. Oh, did you just uh, copy and paste for everything? Uh, I, I, I just did my list for... And then I copied and pasted. Oh, I, I, I see how it is. Yeah. Yeah, I was looking at this like, my opinions are very different than I remembered, and they seem to be very similar to yours. <laughs> well, I didn't want it to write it all out twice, because I've got it in a Photoshop file, and they're like individual yeah. things. And I'm stupid, I don't know how to actually manage that better. But uh, yeah, what, what do you think about Rogue Squadron? Where does that sit for you? For me, this is like very close to being an A. It's not an S, for sure. The question mm -hmm. is whether it's a high B or an A. What do you think? See, I had it pretty high. I... <laughs> I still really like it. It's not one of my top X-Wing books, even. I think for me, it's a B. Okay. It's definitely better than Trusa Bakura by a significant amount, but I don't think it's quite at my at my top level. Okay. So, because uh, th there's a lot of setup in, in it, and I feel like in some of the later X-Wing books, you get a lot more out of them. Uh, yeah, I've come, to, I've come to agree with that. I'm going to put that in a B as well. Um, after that, we have one of my favorite X-Wing books, I will say, Wedge's Gamble. Um, so that's the taking of Coruscant, uh, the breaking out of the, or no, does the Lusankia break out in the next one? Uh, Lusankia, I think is... Krydos, or, or, not Krydos Trap, um... I think it might be at the end of Wedge's Gamble that it escapes, and then... Back to war is like actually taking it down. Kratos mm -hmm. trapped them back to war. Right. So where are you putting this one? I, I or no, is it Kratos is? This is why we needed to I do feel this. Like, I feel like it is Kratos trap where the yeah. Lusankia breaks out because it's after the big trial. Because remember, Corrin Horn goes missing at the yeah. end of uh, at the end of Wedge's gamble, and then yeah. yeah. So yeah, Rogue Squadron's like the higher end of my Bs. Wedge's Gamble is probably the lower end of my Bs. Okay. And okay. I'm gonna say Trusa Bakura is a low B or a low C for me. Okay. I was really considering D for it, mm -hmm. but uh, I, I don't think it's quite there. I'm actually gonna put Wedge's Gamble for me. I think it might be a low A. I'm gonna change that maybe later, but I really enjoy that book. Um, so did you say Wedge's Gamble is just below Rogue Squadron? Yeah, it's a it's a B for me, but it's lower than Rogue Squadron technically. Okay. All right, I'll put that in there. Um, okay, so after that, let me just go to our next page of podcast. Number four was Crytos Trap, and this was my lowest, and I think one of your lowest. Where would you yeah, put this one? We both had Crytos Trap and Champions of the Force as the bottom two. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm gonna have Crytos as a D, a solid D for me. Okay, uh, given Crytos the D. <laughs> Love that solid D. Uh, yeah, for me too. There's no book yet that I truly hate. And upon reflection, I'm just going to go ahead and deal with Champions of the Force now. Uh, I'm going to put that. That's uh, my F for me if we're doing that You're going to do that as an F? Okay. Uh, Champions of the Force is an F. Okay. I'm keeping that as a... I think I'm saving an F for like maybe Children of the Jedi or like the New Rebellion or something. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't... I really dislike it, but I don't hate it. All right, so I, I just dislike it. So I normally, we, as you were saying earlier, we don't directly talk uh, about what's going on in chat. But I think for this one, just to clarify, because I'm seeing it a lot, mm -hmm. uh, the books that we're covering for this are the ones that we've covered on the podcast. We're not mm -hmm. going through every Star Wars book for this yet. Just the ones that we have specifically covered in previous episodes of the mm -hmm. podcast. Yep. 
Okay, so next up is the final book of the Rogue Squadron series, the first four books in the uh, the X-Wing series, Back to War. I think we both have this one pretty high. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I think, though, I like this one a little less than Rogue Squadron. I like the capturing of the Lusankia, but for me, I don't think the rest of it is quite as good as the other two, besides for or the other two and then Krydos Trap is worse. What about you know, you? I'm actually I'm I'm putting Back to War as an A as my first A, but I'm also going to bump Krydos up to a C. I I'm I liked it. I went back and did some skimming of it, and I liked it more okay. than I remembered. I don't think I don't think it deserves a D. I think it's I I think I liked it more than Truce of Bakura on reflection, okay. which is my third last, and I. I just can't do Krydos Trap Dirty like that. Oh, it, that's that's fair enough. Uh, okay, let's see what's next. Um, oh, next Would we have... Erased? No, next we did Plagueis, which I think... Right. Which we... I'm putting S in an S here, absolutely. Yeah. Plagueis for me is almost tied with number one. Uh, I will. I do put the last command slightly ahead of Plagueis, just because maybe mm -hmm. it's a good time to talk about both. I like the last command better just because it's part of a trilogy, and the uh, the build up does that uh, does that book a lot of help and like the last command like the things are that are set up in Heir to the Empire actually pay off and that alone mm -hmm. helps the book quite a bit so yeah I'll put I'm yeah. just gonna go ahead and... uh, I think we should wait on uh, dealing with all the trilogy with... okay. stuff well, that's fine uh, but I think Plagueis um... Do we have it spelled incorrectly? Yeah, we do have it spelled incorrectly yeah, on this. I'll fix it uh, later. Yes. So, yeah, Plagueis is not one that I'd recommend to anyone just getting into Star Wars books, which I guess we should talk about a little bit mm -hmm. as we go through here. Like, Truce of Bakura is, even though it's ranked relatively low for both of us, mm -hmm. I think both of us would probably say if you're just getting into Star Wars books, as long as you've got some tolerance for some weird stuff going on, mm -hmm. it's a great place to go because you don't really need any background knowledge. Yeah. Uh, but Plagueis is a book that has so many references to other things going on. You'll probably still really enjoy it if you get into it as your first Star Wars book. But if you're only going to read it once, if you wait a little bit until you've got some other background knowledge, uh, the references it makes are all really fun. So yeah. uh, probably wait a little bit, but it it's so good. Yeah. Uh, hold on. I'm just putting some some rectangles in here to make it a bit easier for me to delineate between the different rankings hmm. it's kind of ugly but we'll fix it we'll fi fix it in post fix in post, fix in post. <laughs> just sorry guys just one second uh so after plagueis then we returned to x-wing and covered the wraith squadron trilogy um starting with wraith squadron what do you think about that book uh i think wraith squadron was one of my top two x-wing books i think i had it and iron fist pretty high mm -hmm. uh and i i like the wraith squadron books more than the rogue squadron books i think the rogue squadron books were a bit too clean mm -hmm. uh like because the characters are generally portrayed as more like these are the good guys mm -hmm. whereas wraith you start getting a little bit more of that gray area and the redemption arcs and mm -hmm. like taunt fanon's death is is, is that in Wraith Squadron when Tom dies? I don't think it's in Wraith Squadron, no. Mm -hmm. But just uh, the overall arc. I, I forget which book it was in. But, Let's see, actually. Uh, the overall arc. It's definitely Wraith Squadron is going to be uh, one of my upper A's. Okay, I've put it above Back to War for now. Um, 
Yeah, Wraith Squadron's a hard one for me. Because I... I think what I might do is... Oh, this is so tough. Because it, it's it's especially this it's like especially hard with the um the X-Wing books because they do start to kind of run together after a while. Hmm. I think for now, maybe I will put it as A as well, even though I had it a little bit lower um before. Where is my Wraith Squadron? Did I lose the It's oh, uh it in yeah. your B tier. I'm putting it under Wedge's Gamble though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I think it's probably one of my top A's. Okay. So. Uh, so after that, we have Iron Fist, where the New Republic is hunting down the fattest warlord of all of them, arguably Warlord Zinj. Yeah, I think uh, you could you could get into whether Teradoc at times edges him <laughs> out on that, but uh, uh, for me, that's another A. I think that is my favorite X-Wing okay. book so far uh yeah for me i just i don't find it to be super memorable um so i'm putting it as a mid b um because i this i remember this was one of our kind of major differences in rankings yeah i think you had it like pretty solidly middle of the pack yep. and i uh i had it i think at the time it might have been number two for me because mm -hmm. plagueis we'd already done but i don't think we'd done any of the other ones that i've had above it yeah yeah uh, so we have Solo Command, which I think we both ranked, or I ranked lowly. I don't pretty low. I don't remember how you ranked it. Uh, yeah, I had it probably close to where you had Iron Fist. I think for me, that's going to be another C. Yeah, I've had it right now. I just placed it at the top of my C. Is that where you want yours as well? So yeah, above Truce Pakura and Krydos Trap. Yeah, because I have it like just below Wedge's Gamble. I think that's kind of my mm -hmm. dividing line between B and C. Yeah, the frustrating thing about that book for me is the fact that we know that Zinj will not be caught by the New Republic because yeah. he gets dealt with later on in uh, in courtship, courtship, which I think was probably the one we read right after that. Yeah, Courtship of Princess Leia is next. Uh, I actually enjoy this book. I'm going to put this as a low B. It's very, very different from almost every other book on this list. It's essentially a fantasy novel, um, like a pure fantasy novel. Star Wars is always pretty fantastic. Um but this is like goes full into fantasy. So yeah, I'm, I'm going to put it bottom of B for now. What about you? Yeah, I I enjoyed it. It wasn't one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. uh, like I could get behind a lot of the weirdness, but uh, for me, it's probably a, a solid C. Okay. So where do you want to rank it between, so, between Solo Command and Makura, maybe? Yeah, if we're being that granular with it right now. Yeah. I think I probably will if you wanted to slide it in into that C, but uh yeah so next we have we did a couple of books that i really enjoyed uh i think you did too the two medstar books yeah we both had both of those pretty mm -hmm. high up yeah uh, i think we both enjoyed the first one a little bit more than uh the second yeah. one but so for me i think i actually like medstar more than i think i like medstar one more than any of the x-wing books which I'm kind of surprised by, but yeah, I I really love that book. It was like a side of the Star Wars universe we almost never see. I love the characters in it. Um, the duology was so good and just being a standalone thing. So yeah, I'm gonna put that. I think I'll put that as an A. See, I'm for the first MedStar. I'm kind of thinking, do I want to do A or S? Oh really? I liked it that much, eh? Yeah, because it's almost like 
one of the few books that I could recommend to someone to read mm-hmm. who isn't really a Star Wars fan. Totally. No, I get it. it it's just a good book. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these, I, I, if I didn't have 300 of them, I would <laughs> feel the need to like start hiding them as people come home. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I could see other people who aren't into Star Wars reading MedStar and still really liking them. But yeah. Uh, you can always go back and change your mind later. I can. But. Okay. Give me a couple hours. I'm just going to get someone to go read MedStar <laughs> and tell me what they think. Okay. My girlfriend's just sitting on the couch. So, Dan, if you want to just grab it out of the box and let me know. Uh, put it put it as an A. Okay. Top of the A, then. I'm, I'm trying to think with the stuff that I'm putting in s is there going to be anything else that goes up there there's gonna i mean i have two in s that's it yeah maybe three i've got to decide how i want to deal with heir to the empire you know what put it in s okay below plagueis though make it an s make her an s all right okay so that's a very 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 good book what about uh battle surgeons book two high b high b okay uh i'm gonna put that i think low a because for me, it was, is that going to be above Rogue Squadron and Wedge's Gamble? I think so. Like, a lot of the good stuff is stuff you could already get from mm-hmm. the first one. And I felt like the pacing at the time wasn't quite as good as the original. Yeah. It felt less necessary, mm-hmm. but uh, still really good, but not quite the same impact that the first yeah, one. Yeah, I was kind of thinking about, like, the other books that are going to go in A for me, and I, I am actually going to agree, and I'm going to move it to top of the B for me. Yeah. Uh, so what did we do after that? Was it I Jedi? No, it was... Oh, we, we, we tackled the three Thrawn books after that. So we've got Heir to the Empire, Dark Force Rising, and The Last Command. First of all, I'm just curious, how would you rank these three books? Uh, I think Last Command is definitely the best. Yeah. And I think Dark Force Rising kind of has the usual mid-trilogy issues where yeah. setting up, not a lot happens. Mm-hmm. You get a few things introduced, but overall mm-hmm. it's probably the worst of the three. Yeah, I agree. Um... So, I definitely have Last Command as as S tier. Above or below Plagueis, you think? Below, hmm. No, above. They're so close to me. Yeah, they're so I, different. It, it's 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 kind of apples and oranges, but they're both so yeah. good. Like I I think we both originally had Last Command and then Plagueis, which I I could stand behind, but honestly, it you're splitting hairs at that point. They're both just fantastic. Also, I, did I get this? backwards is battle healers or battle surgeons the second one or the first one uh no i think battle surgeons is the first one and then jedi healer was okay yes so i've i, I had them ba- i had them backwards then because we liked the first one more yeah because the second one was more barris and that was jedi healer right okay so yes thank you to whoever in chat pointed that out appreciate it uh okay so that should be Shows good how much attention i'm paying to what you're doing yeah um Okay, so what about Dark Force Rising? For me, I don't. I think I'm gonna put that in hindsight because it does suffer suffer from that sort of middle uh, middle book itis. I'm actually gonna put that below Battle Surgeons, which is a phenomenal sort of standalone, even with the the uh, second book. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, very high A tier still. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, I'm, I'm probably gonna have. Uh... Heir to the Empire and Dark Force Rising is kind of the top of my A tier at the moment. Okay. So neither quite cracks S with Medstar and Plagueis, mm-hmm. but 
Yeah, for me, Air does crack ass just because it is such a good kind of reintroduction back into the universe. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm kind of going back and forth on it because, like, it's really, really good, <laughs> but it is set up like it's paid off later. And I guess because it gets paid, you know what? Yeah, I, I'll move it up. Okay. Make it an A. Below Battle Surgeons, though. Oh, yeah. you mean make it an S, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because my opinion of Battle Surgeons has kind of gone up since we did the the podcast mm -hmm. on it um because like looking back now it is one of the books that actually the details of it stick with me a bit more than other ones and that's got to count for something in my opinion mm -hmm. so of course we have to now uh, rank the rise of skywalker <laughs> just joking but we did we did actually review the rise of skywalker between those books do you have any anything you want to say about that movie as since we're doing this not really. I watched it the other day with Gus, and I was just miserable the whole time. Uh, <laughs> let's continue. That, that I was on like a, a big emotional roller coaster while watching that movie. It's just like Where... the first is just so poorly. It seems like every time, like the first half is just all the characters making little quips at each other to like yeah. try to recreate the the energy that John Boyega really gave off in the first one. And it's just yeah. like, it just doesn't work. I just, yeah, I, I'm i not a big JJ fan in general. Mm -hmm. And it feels like there's a lot of JJ in that movie mm -hmm. where The Force Awakens felt a bit more like JJ, but mitigated by other things, yeah. i.e. mitigated by trying to be more mm -hmm. episode 4 -y. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, after this, do we want to talk about Dark Empire as well? I think we both quite like Dark Empire 1, but, and even 2, but then 3 falls off the rails quite a bit yeah the, i don't think either of us liked empire's end very much no, at all like no. if we were ranking empire's end it'd probably be at least d if not f for me whereas dark empire one's probably closer to b empire two is yeah c i mean if, if i'm we, not a huge comic guy i should yeah. say that like that's not yeah. really a reflection of how they are as comics it's just mm -hmm. it's not really a medium i've ever been super into mm -hmm. so yeah it's just it's just Dark Empire 3 feels like an unnecessary rehash when they realized they couldn't get a full um, five to seven issue comic series. And yeah. They had to fit everything they wanted in for like a second arc into two issues when like that second arc isn't really necessary. Yeah. And that was one of the times that there actually was a fired Kennedy, no matter how many YouTube <laughs> videos you're trying to tell you otherwise. Because uh, Cam Kennedy, who did the art for the first two, was fired. And then Tom Bitch was like trying to make a book at the same time afterward or around the set there was a whole lot of weird i didn't realize he was fired i thought they couldn't get him back or something uh i believe it was fired i like the the interview that i read with tom recently mm -hmm. uh seemed to imply that he was fired and then george didn't like the draft of uh or someone else at lucasfilm didn't like the draft of tom's book and then that mm -hmm. ended that relationship as well mm -hmm. so we get a yikes in the chat please <laughs> So we move on now to three of the KJA books. We've got the Jedi Academy series with Champions of the... Or sorry, with um, Jedi Search is number one, right? Yeah, Jedi Search. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of these three books? I think we all agree that the third is probably the weakest. We Actually, we already ranked the third as yeah. the bottom of our list. Um, and then we have... Uh, what did you think of the other two, I guess? I went into that series with higher expectations. Me too. Because uh, I'd even just read I Jedi beforehand. Because mm -hmm. I think we did it in reverse order. 
uh, where on the podcast we we read yeah, iJedi right after these. Yeah. And that was kind of prompted because I had just read iJedi for other reasons beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like iJedi told the parts of the story that we got better, built yeah. up my expectations some more. And then, uh, I don't know, there's just, it's not, I, I didn't love it. For me, Jedi Search, I think it's going to be the the lo- the worst B you can get. Uh, because I do like, I really do like the Luke setting up his Jedi Academy stuff. I think that's really cool. Um, and there is a lot of stuff brought up, like set up in that book that's carried on throughout the EU. Um, so for me, it's going to be low B. Are you putting Jedi Search in C, you think? Yeah, I'm probably putting it between Courtship and Truth. So like... There's a lot that Kevin J. Anderson did with this that is good aside, like if you're not just looking at the story where he was kind of tying together parts of the EU that could have very easily just been Mm -hmm. uh, comics or one thing, books or another thing, but he was one of the only authors at the time willing to put stuff from other people's creations into his. uh, Because there were 30 books being written at the same time and no one really had much interest in going and reading other people's stuff. Yeah, totally. Uh, So I appreciate that from what kevin j anderson does but at the same time like we have james lucino who does the same thing and i usually ended up feeling like it worked better where i don't dislike uh jedi search or dark apprentice but i it was probably one of the weaker stretches of what we've done to me Mm -hmm. so is dark apprentice going in c as well uh d Okay, I think I lost Dark Apprentice here. Rest in peace. It's hidden in it's, a uh, white line no, somewhere. The there. Bottom, the oh yeah, there it is. Okay. So you said it's this is the first one you, in your uh, your D. I yeah, think because you moved. Yeah, my first D. Corey's first D on the podcast. For me, this is I didn't dislike Dark Apprentice as much as you. I'm putting it under Solo Command and above. Hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a. No, I'll put Truce of Akura. I, I have a weird love of that book. <laughs> not a love, but a weird like of it, I guess. Considering it's a C. It's not a love, but it's a it's a like yeah. of it. Um, like, I think at the time I liked Dark Apprentice a bit more because we hadn't read Champions of the Force yet. Because mm-hmm. I thought, like, oh, there's still this stuff that's being set up. And then I re- now that we look back and see Champions of the Force had, like, the first chapter, it resolves anything that was left from yeah. Dark Apprentice. And then... So that kind of weakens those plots in retrospect for me, and it, it drops that's, it a bit. So I think I had it uh, just above Truce. Mm-hmm. I had it between Courtship and Truce, and uh, I, I don't know. It's kind of dropped it a little bit. Yep, that's that's fair. So next up we have the summary, the Reader's Digest version. It's the longest book in Star Wars, I, Jedi. For me, I, I am tempted to put I, Jedi in A. I really love this book. Um, yeah. I think I'm gonna put. I think I'm gonna put I Jedi as my lowest A. What about you? Yeah, I think uh, it's an A for me as well. Uh, probably mid mid tier A. Like I think I had it just above Race Squadron, and I think it is my favorite Corn Horn book. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it's somewhere in there for me. I'm not too. Yeah, I'm actually kind of thinking. I, I I do think I like I Jedi more than. More than maybe I'll put it under Wedge's Gamble. Definitely like it more than Wraith Squadron, I think. Okay, so after that we did the Clone Wars season seven. Then we moved on. Man, we are running through these books pretty quickly. Moved on to the Han Solo adventures, and there's three 
fairly short books uh, here, but we decided just to put them all as one because, to be honest, it's essentially the three the, the same book told just with different uh, yeah. different um, characters each time. Yeah, and I think at the time, like we decided that they were essentially the same story three times, getting slightly worse each time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's what are those things called again? When it's like, give me a, a noun, give me a verb. Um, Mad libs. Yeah, it's like it's like a Mad Libbed. Mad libs. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. It's like okay, give me a name for a planet he goes on to. Uh, what's their export? It's <laughs> like okay. I, I mean, I, I enjoy them though. I'm definitely not putting them below a low B. I don't think um, because I enjoy yeah. them for what they are. Uh, yeah. The question for me is: I think I'll put them above Jedi Search, below Courtship of Princess Leia. What about you? Yeah, I think like if we were doing them individually, the first one might get an A for mm-hmm. like an A tier for me. Uh, then the second one probably a B, and then the third one's either like low B, high C. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I think I'm I'm gonna put it as like as a B somewhere. Okay. I'll just put it at the bottom uh, for now. It's... Yeah, it's somewhere like mid B for me. I'm not super concerned about the specifics okay. within the tiers. That's fair. Because we probably won't bother talking about that in the future. Just yeah, you're probably right. Because that's kind of the point of doing mm-hmm. this re-ranking, so that we have uh, yep. on top of just being a nice review, it's mm-hmm. going to be easier for us to rank it in the future. So we then return to X-wing with Isard's Revenge. This book I wasn't a huge fan of. I was, I enjoyed getting back into you know the X-wing style of writing and you know back with the characters, but mm-hmm. this book didn't really do it for me. It's, yeah, it's the clone stuff doesn't work. It's too like it, it's a nice excuse to go back, but I don't feel like it fully justifies itself. So for me, it's going to be above Dark Apprentice, but it's going to be a C. I know you're not worrying about the. I'm sure it'll yeah. break down for me, but it's gonna be a it's gonna be a C for me. Yeah, like I've been thinking about it, and if we had done it when we originally should have or planned to, mm-hmm. right after we'd just done the other X-wing books, mm-hmm. I feel like I would have liked it even less because, like, the good yeah, things about it are things that other X-wing books already did, and it's kind of just referencing it and being like, "Hey, remember, remember when this happened?" and then like the vill like the Isard and Isard's clone mm-hmm. were a thing and then some of the plots got resolved in kind of weird ways. Yeah. It's, I think it's gonna be It just doesn't have the, the memorable moments of yeah. Oh a D, okay. Above Dark Apprentice, you mean? Or yeah. Okay. Yeah, for me, like a lot of the, the X Wing series are good because you know they've got those really memorable moments. Actually, it, it's gonna be C. I, I shouldn't. Okay. I, it's it's not it's not bad. It's just. I agree. It's, it's just not, not as good. good as it yeah. Be. And I, I'm like I'm thinking of. I I need to stop thinking of it in terms of like what's just here. Mm-hmm. So because I'm thinking of like what's to come and that's I that's unfair. And I start. We'll I, definitely be shifting some. Yeah, of this we'll around. be doing some shifting for sure. Or more, but yeah. Two. Uh, so. I think that's it besides for our two recent canon books. And these for me have been a huge surprise. I've kind of talked about this when we covered them, but I went into alphabet squadron having read that book once and I really, really disliked it, but something about it just clicked on the second time. And I was a huge fan. 
Um, and then I liked Alphabet Squadron 2 even more. Now I'm really excited for 3. I would say yeah. Alphabet Squadron is probably my second... Alphabet Squadron 2 is probably my second favorite canon book. Maybe even my favorite. It's up there with Thrawn 1 and Lost Stars for me. Um, mm -hmm. I think Alphabet Squadron 2 has to be an A. Um, I really enjoyed that book. I'm actually probably going to read it again maybe next week or the week after. Because... Yeah. And then I think I might put I don't know if the first Alphabet Squadron deserves an A. I might put it as a high B. What are you thinking? I'm trying to think about how much recency is factoring into this, but there's some that I had a much lower opinion of right after we read them. Yeah. But uh I th think I'm putting Alphabet Squadron 1 as an A. Okay. Because I do really like these, and I think I even mentioned it last episode with Alex that uh, Alphabet Squadron 3 is, other than Squadrons, the game, mm -hmm. which may actually be factoring into how much I, I like these books, uh, Alphabet Squadron 3 is my most anticipated thing for Star Wars right now. Mm -hmm. uh, above The Mandalorian, above Kenobi. That's crazy. Uh, other than squadrons, the game. Just mm -hmm. to be clear, mm -hmm. that looks that's going to be great. But but what? I I think I might put it as an S. Okay. Nice to see it. It's it's low S or high A. It might. Well, let's just put an S for now. Bit. Give it some but... canon representation. I will say I've never been happier to eat my words on a book series um, than I was with Alphabet Squadron. Yeah. Uh, I feel bad for being critical about it, but the first book for me, like what moves the second book higher is the first book has a lot of that really melodrama, yeah. like that, that melodrama that I this have. This is the story they told. Yeah. I have that almost ruined the book for me on my first read through. Um, and if we eventually get to Aftermath, I think... The writing in that will that's gonna be an issue because the writing in 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 those books is like overwhelmingly bad at points. Mm -hmm. Um so yeah. Yeah, like when we originally read Alphabet Squadron One, I I probably would have had it floating higher B. Mm -hmm. Uh but Alphabet Squadron Two and it fixing some of the things that I had wrong had as kind of issues with the first one definitely did pull them both up for me. Yeah. But uh but yeah. So I think like mid to low A for Alphabet Squadron 1 and low S for Alphabet Squadron 2 is where they're sitting for me right now. Okay, and that is it for our ranking of Star Wars books that we've read so far on the podcast. Now keep in mind, guys, I'm seeing a lot of this in chat. I'm sure this will be less of an issue for podcast listeners. These are only the books that we've read so far. So if you're asking why hasn't Starfighters of Atomar shown up yet, we just haven't read it yet for the podcast. Um, that's not to say we haven't read these books you know, ever. I actually don't know if I've ever read Starfighters of Adamar. But regardless, like there's there's hundreds of books left to be added to the added to this list. Um should we talk about some of that like what other S's do you see um popping up in the future? I, I'm I'm guessing Star by Star. Um anything else? Yeah, Star by Star is probably gonna be an S for me. I think it'll be considerably lower for you. Uh, as we get into NJO and afterwards, I think we're going to be like the biggest split. And I don't know. Rankings. I really like Legacy of the Force. 
Yeah. I like, and I like, I, I don't mind fate. I, I think fate of the Jedi as a series for me would be a B. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I think I, I'm higher on legacy of the force than fate of the Jedi. Yeah. I think like Abeloth and the, that whole family is kind of, mm-hmm. kind of weird, but, uh, they'll, they'll still be decently solid. Yeah. Uh, and like, there's definitely, I, I can see an NJO book entering my S tier. I don't know if it'll be star by star, but I mean, that is like the book for a lot of people. I can see Thrawn Duology, both of those perhaps being S because they're really, really well written. Yeah. Like, I think the early NJO, Mm -hmm. some of them will probably be floating around like B and C. Mm -hmm. Uh, But as you get into late NJO, like Traitor, Star by Star, um and destiny's way maybe mm-hmm. are going to be like really high uh yeah i think we we're both expecting the callista trilogy to kind of yeah that might be my first ever I, I think the uh the second book with the uh Drox, i can't even remember the name of it and the, the the hut that leia kills which one is that again eldorian yeah no i mean which 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 is the book where they oh. go why am i forgetting the name of that book um, that one I think is, is Planet of Twilight. No, yeah, that, that is Planet of Twilight. Planet of Twilight. Yeah. Okay. Outbound Flight for me may also be an S or a high yeah. A. Uh, that's a really good book. Um, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I think Outbound Flight is going to be another S for me. Mm-hmm. Um, Lost then... Stars. I, I feel like you're really going to like Lost Stars. Um, we should do that soon. Actually, we should do Lost Stars soon. Yeah, I think we should, uh, for that one, we should try to see if Alex will be available. Um, So we'll just plan that and uh, Alphabet Squadron 3 around whenever Mm -hmm. he's up for it. And I guess when the book's released for Alphabet Squadron 3. Revenge of the uh, Sith is a very good one. I don't know if that'll that'll crack S for me, I think. Revenge of the Sith and maybe one of the, uh, like, Dark Lord, the Rise of Lord Vader or whatever. What do you think about, do you think Darth Bane, any of the Darth Bane books are going to Not for me, no. That. I'm not a huge Darth. I think those books are like not yeah. that great. They're gonna be B's for me, I think. And that mm-hmm. people are gonna be people are gonna be mad. <laughs> so, hmm. What if I know we said we'd do Tatooine Ghost next, mm-hmm. but if we did the Darth Bane trilogy, I'm down. That would probably get us through. You yeah. want to do that? Yeah, I'm down. I'm down. All right, we'll do that. We'll piss off. Uh... I mean, Half the fan base, maybe. Listen, I've only read Darth Bane, Path of Destruction. No, I, I've read all three of them, but it's been a while, so I'm ready to be proven wrong about those ones. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like the the earlier books, like the the Revan books, mm-hmm. the really old Republic, uh, Drew Carpishan's books. Uh, yeah. In that period, I I've never act, that's kind of a big blind spot for me. I've never read those, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of looking forward to that. I have no idea where they're going to fall for me. You've read the uh, Bane ones though. I actually don't remember. I may hmm. not have. I feel like uh, actually I don't want to say what I what I think you're going to. I don't want to um, prejudice you either way. Well, you said I wouldn't like Alpha. That's Squad. true. See how that turned. <laughs> I I don't think you're going to like the Bane. I don't think you're going to put Bane S tier. I think. Hmm. I think a lot of people like Bane, and I get why they do, but it's a lot of, like, I just don't, I guess I don't put Bane as S, and again, I might, when I read it again, I might, I don't find the Sith that compelling when they're written like Bane is, it's just a lot of anger and gore and violence and stuff, 
um, without like, I don't know, it's just not as meaningful for me. So is there anything you are expecting to put in the F tier? I recently, I've never fully read through the new Rebellion, but I recently listened to the, the truncated audio version and it was really bad. Um, <laughs> I can see that going in F. Yeah, like, so a couple of months ago, I started reading it because I just, I guess I had too much free time at the time. And uh, I think I was messaging you mm -hmm. just about how fucking bad it was. Yeah. And I, I stopped reading it. Yeah. Uh, so that's... I didn't make it all the way through a three-hour audiobook. So I had to come back like two weeks later and finish it. So yeah, I'm going to predict New Rebellion maybe there, uh, which is disappointing because it's always nice to... like. I, it was cool that I hadn't read a one-off Bantam era book because I love the Bantam stuff. Um, yeah, yeah, you were kind of angry at me for uh, for yeah pulling that down on you. Yeah. Other than that, Planet of Twilight could be an F for me because, like, even Champions of the Force, like, you're still in Luke's Jedi Temple, like, you still Cornhorn and the or not Cornhorn, um, but the Jedi are all still there. It's hard to give it an F, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's just I Jedi covers the parts of it that matter better. And yeah, then, I, I, I definitely the agree. The force matters. Looking at my, like, you, I, I figure you'll guess that I'm going to put the Swarm War there, but I, I don't dislike the Swarm War as much as I meme oh, about yeah, it. I, like, I don't I don't think you're going to do that. Yeah, no, I like, for me, the you'll Swarm War. You'll get a lot of memes off of the. The bug fuckholes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, uh, there might be some of the, cause like uh, the some of the older Republic books are a blind spot for me too. I do remember not liking some of them though. Um, yeah. So that could be there. Like maybe Crystal Star could be there because it is really bad. So, just looking forward a little bit. Uh, for stuff like Young Jedi Knights, how do you should we rank that as just like Young Jedi Knights, or should we break it into like the trilogy or quadrilogies? Aren't there like seven Young Jedi Knights books? There's like thirteen of them. Thirteen, but they're broken into like groups of three or yeah, four. Yeah, let's let's like, do it like that then. Um, okay. Same with Lando, we can probably do that as one because yeah. I don't remember how similar that. Like I've I only read the Lando books back in grade six, so I don't remember. I assume they're pretty similar to the Han Solo series, but if they are yeah. like really distinct, then I'm willing to put them separate. Um, but yeah. So what books would you like to, I guess, get in before, um, you know, our reading starts to slow down a little bit because of the, the new baby. Well, I feel like we're just going to have time for uh, Darth Bane and then that'll get right, right up to mm -hmm. chaos rising. Right. So yeah, I guess so. I, if we could fit in Revenge of the Sith, I wouldn't mind doing so. Yeah, that'd be nice. But well, I, th I feel like we're going to be doing those four probably, and then... Uh, maybe it'd be better to do like the Revenge of the Sith and then like the other Vader books. Because uh, aren't those like kind of a bit of a trilogy there? Yeah, Dark Lord trilogy. It's... Yeah. Uh, What's the there's Revenge one? of the Sith, Dark Lord, Rise of Darth Vader, and Labyrinth of Evil. Right, Labyrinth, Labyrinth of Evil. That's in it? So I think Labyrinth so, yeah. Under the Sith and Dark Lord. Yeah, so maybe we'll maybe we'll uh, fit those in at some point too, soon I guess. Yeah, I don't think the Bane books are especially long either. Which is let me see. I mean, I've got them on audiobooks and they're unabridged, so I'll have hmm. 
probably probably read them like that. Let's see. Darth Bane. Oh, I just searched up the characters. Darth. Path of Destruction. 324. So it's pretty standard length. Hmm. Very doable. Anything, yeah. any other books that you think are going to go in one extreme or the other? I feel like we've kind of covered the the greatest hits that I'm expecting. Like some of the books that we have uh, in S tier, we kind of picked because we like them so much, yes. especially with this early stuff where we, yeah. we've already covered some of the like generally accepted mm. best Star Wars books. So mm-hmm. we do have, or my S tier especially is fairly top or my tier list is fairly top heavy right now mm-hmm. whereas you have probably a more expected mm-hmm. distribution yeah but yeah that'll start filling out a little bit more but uh but yeah i i don't know i think we kind of mentioned all the big ones yeah i'm i'm just trying to think of like yeah you're right so should we jump into email then i think we did a good job of covering these books um if you guys have any comments about our ranking, feel free to let us know how you would rank the books or whatever else. You can, as always, shoot us an email at tapcaftransmissions at gmail.com. Corey, you said you marked the uh, emails. Do you want to read some questions off that we can address? Uh, yeah, so we, for the last couple episodes, haven't been doing the uh, keyword questions, so I've just gone through and grabbed a couple of them that weren't too topic-specific mm-hmm. as to not make sense anymore. Yeah. Uh, just to make sure we're getting to most people's stuff at least. So apologies to anyone who we uh, don't or can't get to. Feel free to submit your question if you feel it's relevant coming up. But uh, but yeah, so our first question is going to be from... uh, Wow. Asher? Who asks two questions? Which government is better than New Republic Legends or the Galactic Federation Free Alliances? Also, what does the sigil for the Galactic Alliances represent and mean? It looks like the Rebel Starbird a bit. So, do you have an opinion on which of those is better? I mean, the GFFA got pretty fashy within like a couple of years. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, the Galactic Federation lasted a lot longer. I don't think the New Republic structurally had any major issues other than the fact that they were. Um, that they were. Got fast yeah and they had some poor leadership i mean if it wasn't for the yuzhan vong war i don't think they like they survived a lot of pretty big crises so yeah i'd I'd say the new republic was and i like the new republic a lot more than the gffa i'm not super pumped on that whole swap um but whatever yeah the gffa was kind of made to bring everyone together against the vong and then Mm -hmm. just turned into a mess i imagine like an emergency measures thing that just stuck yeah, I imagine the dots, because yeah, there is a starboard. Um, I imagine like the dots on the bottom are meant to represent the men- member factions, maybe. Not sure. Yeah, but it's. Just, uh, I don't think it's ever been fully explained. I'm not a huge fan of it. Wants. It's a little too. It's it's a little too overdone in my opinion as a sigil. But yeah, thank you for the great email. Uh... And, we had... and then there was the, the Galactic Federations of Free Alliance in Exile. And then the, uh, <laughs> just like, the names got ridiculous by the Legacy era. <laughs> where it's like, yeah. Sorry. 
So Patrick had some questions about the Star Wars TV stuff. We are still going to be doing that episode. That's yes. one that we uh, skipped because we didn't realize the day that the Halo Infinite reveal was on, and then we did kind of a semi-tap cap episode for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, never put the audio up because it was like a... It didn't work out that reveal. well. It didn't really yeah. work out for that. Uh, but yeah, so we are going to be doing the um, the TV episode very soon. Uh, probably the next topical episode that we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so possibly two weeks, depending on how the book reading goes. Yep. But, uh, but yeah, so that'll be coming soon. Uh... The next one we have is from Javier, who wants to know if Disney just put you in charge of the Star Wars, or of the Star Wars. Of the Star Wars. (laughs) They're giving you complete and total autonomy to do as you please. What new directions would you take? What ideas would you introduce? Or what would you reintroduce? What books, comics, or video games, or most importantly, what movies and TV shows would you make or greenlight? Uh, Personally, I would love to introduce a top-tier movie trilogy or a Game of Thrones-style epic about the Contest Facts Crusades. Uh, so maybe we should each just pick two or three things. Yeah. Uh, for me, I just want more Zeltrons. That's it. More Zeltrons? Uh, no, I, I guess for me, I just want more expanded, more games. Like, I, lo- I like what EA's done with the recent games, but give the license to a few different publishers. Let's get some variety out. Maybe have some, uh, like, because Star Wars Squadrons is basically what you'd get if you hired, you know, smaller studios to make games. Um and it seems like that game was only made because Ian Fraser and a few other people uh, basically made a passion project and then yeah. they were like, well, I guess we can sell this, actually. So that would be one thing. Uh, I'd want another Rogue One-like series, um, another kind of small stakes, but not too small stakes series because I swear we've got every new ship design and vehicle and trooper design in the new Star Wars canon has come from Rogue One, so... Just give the entire team there more money and say, do the Bothan plans thing or something. <laughs> Rogue 2, getting the, the Death Star to yeah, plan. Yeah, sure. Well, like, you'd get, I know you'd at least get a new cool Rebel ship design out of it or something. So. Yeah, I really like that structure for movies mm-hmm. where they're more self-contained stories yeah. regardless of the stakes. Um, and just getting kind of these different views of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. Rather than trying to tie everything into the Skywalker saga specifically. Uh, but yeah, and that's kind of what I liked about The Mandalorian the first time. Uh, so Clone Wars Squadrons and then sequel trilogy or sequel era squadrons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. I made more of that. Yeah. A lot of uh, just more squadrons. Yeah. 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 Okay. Thank you very much for the question. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. Next, we have a question from Justin who. Uh, wants to know when Luke and Corrin were heading to rescue Merrick, they had their lightsabers plugged into charging cables like they were <laughs> iPhones. You ever seen that in the other story in Legends of Canon? I, th- I think that's been a thing before. Um, doesn't Luke do something like that in Truce of Bakura? Am I imagining things? I don't know if it's in Truce, but I think there's like swapping power packs for some stuff. Yeah. I don't know if we ever see one like run out of juice or yeah. whatever. They seem to last quite a while i mean anytime they find an old ancient sith lightsaber or whatever shit all, shit's always working so <laughs> yeah interesting question don't know the answer but i appreciated it <laughs> and we got a few more questions from justin here okay. uh specifically for this episode 
So there were a few that were kind of similar between a couple emails, uh, usually about like specific ships or vehicles. So I was kind of skipping over some of those. Sure. Uh, they're about like stuff you'd bring back into Canon. Uh, and the first question here is basically about Starfighter. So we had one about uh, whether we bring the Z95 or Torpedo Sphere or anything back. So is there, for you, Ek, is there a single ship that isn't the Nebula Star Destroyer that you would bring into mm. the new Canon? I'd like a next generation New Republic Starfighter, maybe the E Wing. Um, mm. Other than that, I like if the Dreadnought hadn't been recanonized in Rebels, that would have been my pick. Mm -hmm. um, oh, no, let me think about it. What do you think? What's, what's your choice? I like the, the Nebula Star Destroyer. I think a nice New Republic capital mm. ship that kind of brings in some influences from the empire because like all the imperial territories are under their control mm. uh so i don't know why you didn't say it but I, I think the nebula would be a good one okay my answer is not a star destroyer that's not that or not a ship that's not in the new canon but i'd like to see the new republic more frequently use imperial star destroyers because that i always really liked that in legends and it made sense to me um hmm. Also, Quick Fury asks in the chat, what is Star Wars Crucible about? For me, that might be a, a low D or an F. Um, have you ever read that book, Corey? No. Is that? It's like the it's like after the, the Fate of the Jedi. Of, like, yeah, that's kind of the the end of there. Yeah. It's yeah, just I, it's not I, very I good. Han like almost becomes force sensitive. It's really weird. Oh yeah, there's also uh cross current riptide. Yeah. yeah. Those are gonna be weird. Yeah. But, uh, Corey, do you know if the cockroaches in your old place were planning world domination? I hope not, but they can now. I don't know. I mean, they didn't even fully dominate the house. Like they were doing a good job, but they hadn't. Uh, I guess you are you are gone. To be fair, so <laughs> mm -hmm. is your roommate still there? Yeah, he's still there. I still have the place until the end of the month. I have to go back and like deal with a couch and a cabinet and some chairs. Yeah. So. Yeah, that I don't know how I'm gonna get the couch out of there. I'm I don't know if I'm gonna get a sawzall and just like tear it up, <laughs> but I think that's the most likely outcome there. Yeah. All right, let's. Is there any more questions that we gotta handle? A uh, couple. Do you think we'll ever get a story featuring the Sith in the post Rise of Skywalker era, or do you think the role of Dark Side Force Group will be filled by other Dark Side Cult of the Week? Yeah, not not after Rise of Skywalker. I think it was supposed to be a sort of a battle to end all battles there. Yeah, um, I don't think they're gonna do a whole Lost Tribe of the Sith thing, so no, I think I think they're probably done. We I'd say we might get some after Episode Six and before the Rise of Skywalker. That'd be a cool story. I'd be I'd be in for that, um, but yeah, not afterwards. I don't think. Yeah, I could see maybe some sort of like story about trying to resurrect the Sith in some way, maybe. But I wouldn't want to see it like surprise the Sith have actually continued and Jason Solo is a Sith Lord. Uh, yeah, that's one of my problems with Fate of the Jedi. They just get a whole Sith cult out of, and there's like thousands of them just on a yeah. planet. Mm. I actually do think the Jason one worked. I didn't really like the the true Sith, one Sith, two yeah, Sith. Yeah, well, red, red Sith, blue Sith. A lot of that, but I mean, Jason's kind of tied. Well, they tie Jason in with that later on. Like it's yeah. Legacy of the Force. He meets like, or is it Legacy of the Force that like White Eyes and them is in, are introduced? Because they're technically. I get because there's like at at that point there's the the Sith like the Lost Tribe of the Sith, then there's like Darth Krayt Sith or they were 
yeah they were later retconned to be darth great sith and they're yeah. like the council the sith council or whatever with like white eyes was like the yeah yeah like i see the reason i didn't have a problem with jason in that is because like jason vergier and lumaya they weren't ever really true sith mm-hmm like Lumaya was the closest. Vergier was like kind of retconned into being Sith, uh, but she was more that. weird, semi dark side kind of screwed up Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jason was like kind of conned into greater good. I'm calling myself mm-hmm. a Sith situation. Yeah. Uh, but I wouldn't even really call him a part of the like order of the Sith Lords mm-hmm. per se. Yeah. No, I, I agree. And yeah, SS12, that's kind of what we're talking about. Like, the one Sith, that was a retcon. I wouldn't say it was a cameo, I'd say it was a retcon, because... Yeah. Anyway. Good, uh, good question. And I think we've got one more question for this episode. There are a couple that will potentially be brought up in future episodes that I got marked off there that are just more specifically relevant to stuff we're going to be talking about in the future. But our final question is from Jack Sanderson... Uh, hello, my name is Jack, and I work as an advertising manager at Lion Studio. <laughs> your YouTube channel would like to offer you a cooperation. We're interested in advertising on your channel. So thank you, Jack. Uh, good question. Uh, but we are loyal to product. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so just product for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're a one product team here. Um, we had to turn down many enticing offers. Some people were offering money for antivirus which was very very um you know it was hard to turn that one down but we have to remain strong and until product no longer wishes to sponsor our podcast um yeah hmm. should we add so, should we add dark empire to this list do you think yeah what the hell yeah okay. so i'll just do that later because i've got all my tools on photoshop minimized but yeah. uh yeah, so is that it for questions, I guess? Is there anything else you want to cover before we, before yeah, I we think end Yeah, I think that's it. Tonight we're going to be playing some Fall Guys over on uh, Corey Loses My Gaming Channel and X2, X Gaming Channel, along with myself and Our Charlie. gaming channel, yes. Yeah. So you're saying I'm, I'm co-owner? My gaming channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so if you want to see some Fall Guys action, that'll be going on. Uh, in half an hour i think yeah maybe maybe 45 yeah so soon tonight so go to youtube.com slash e-c-k-s-t-o-o or youtube.com slash c-o-r-e-y-l-o-s-e-s if you want more of us yeah. uh you drinking yes oh yeah big time okay <laughs> uh, if we got 45 minutes i might go and grab some uh, some nice pineapple juice as well sweet but uh kelsey played a, a, a game of fall guys day she she got top six so kind of epic gus is gonna have a very very strong gaming genes so excited (laughs) all right uh thanks for watching everyone and until next time be safe wear a mask may the force be with you Corey. you want to say something uh read darth bane for next week